0: My next guest aims to inspire, teach, and motivate a community of empowered women to find confidence in the kitchen, put themselves first, and live the life that their next level self would be living. Please welcome Melanie Daniels. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Melanie Daniels. Hey, girl. Hi. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing
1: so good. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Yes. So feel free to take us on this journey and share with us who you are, what you do, and how you got to be where you are today.
1: Okay. Um So I'm Melanie. As you said I'm 23 and I'm currently living out in Hawaii, um, out on Oahu. Yeah, I've been out here for about a year and uh, I moved out here after I went to culinary school in Canada. Um, just was like seeking adventure. It seemed like a very fitting place to go. Um, and I've been working in the industry for a few years now, working in various kitchens, um, mm-hmm. working as a line cook. And um, I was just getting like pretty burnt out by you know, like 14-hour mm-hmm. days and very minimal pay, which is the sad reality of working mm-hmm. in a kitchen. And as much as I, like, loved cooking so much, I kind of felt like I was kind of losing, like, my passion, my fire for mm-hmm. that love that I once had for cooking by yeah working these jobs and, um, through COVID kind of gave me like a different perspective of job opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, um, my mom actually was, uh, really inspiring me to, uh, create a little subscription box. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of started out for fun and it was a while of kind of just like figuring out, what I wanted it to be, Um, and throughout that time, I realized that um, the thing that I love the most about it is being able to show and teach people how to cook, and the Mm -hmm. conversations that came up when I started talking about doing this business um, were really cool, and I found that I really resonated talking to other women to inspire them to get in the kitchen and not be scared and to be Mm. creative and have confidence not only in the kitchen but in going to the gym and Mm. just living their best lives and you know talking kindly to themselves and I found that for me being in the kitchen is definitely an outlet for creativity and just kind of like you know, I get in my zone in there and like everything else going on in the world kind of just disappears. And to be able to inspire other people to do the same, um, I found was just really cool. And this little business has kind of just been growing on itself and kind of becoming into what it is now.
0: Wow, that's incredible. You're like the prime example of like following your passion and, and creating a life around that passion yeah and, like what would you say was like the biggest like mindset challenge you had to overcome in order to fully step into that leadership role and, and start your business and start your subscription box like what was going through your mind and how did it help you get to where you are now
1: yeah um That's actually something that I struggled with for a long time. Um, When I was in high school, I felt I was always kind of pushed to go to a four-year college. Um, That was just the next thing to do. And I would say that my love of cooking started at a very young age. Mm -hmm. I always knew that I was very passionate about it. Um, For example, in seventh grade, uh, do you know Cake Boss, the show? Um, Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I was obsessed with him. And I decided that I wanted to be just like him. So in seventh grade, I started a little side hustle and I started making specialty cakes for my friends and my teachers and neighbors. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. Um, And I was just always in the kitchen with my mom. Like I definitely knew it was something that I was really passionate about, but then when it came to senior year and I had to pick a college, I opted for the safe route and kind Mm. of doubted what if I didn't actually want to do this, and I ended up going to a four-year college initially, and I lasted for a whole semester uh, before (laughs) I was like, yeah, nope, this was not the move for me, and Mm. I ended up Moving back home, I got my associate's degree, and then I went off to culinary school, and I was like, wow, this is definitely where I was supposed to go, and mm. I learned so much. I had so much fun, and then went like right into the industry right after, because in culinary school, it's definitely very pushed to be... A successful chef, you have to be striving to be a Michelin star chef, you have to be mm. working 16 hour days, very little pay, you have to work your way to the top, like you have to go through all the hard stuff early on so that you can make a name for yourself. And that's definitely what they kind of ingrain mm. in you in school. And so I was definitely... Initially, it was like, okay, yeah, I, I can totally <laughs> could totally do that. Just sacrifice everything and just you know, work away for the next few years. But after, after a couple of years of doing that, I was yeah. super burnt out. And I have a lot of health problems that started coming up a lot more. The more burnt out I was. And I was like, wow, this is really just mm. not going to be sustainable long term for me. And that's kind of when I feel I was like, what else could I do? What could I, like, take mm-hmm. all of my passions because I love cooking, but I also love fitness and I also love singing. And, you know, I feel like I have all these different passions and, like, what could I turn that into and build a community of really cool people that are interested in the same thing and bring that like love of cooking of what it started out at early on and build that into something really cool. And so that's when it kind of started developing into a business and Mm -hmm. I would say one of the biggest drivers for really creating it was actually my mom. She is so persistent on helping Mm -hmm. me and getting this up and started. And that was Mm -hmm. so helpful. And so I've been really blessed to have her along with me on this journey because I definitely wouldn't have been able to do this without her. But yeah, it's been been a huge learning curve, but (laughs) I'm so happy that I done it and I've been learning so much
0: (laughs) yeah exactly and and I love how you you know talk about the support because I feel like every time we start something new or something we're not familiar with like having a support system someone there in your corner to encourage you and push you and motivate you and help you like it changes everything so I'm glad that you you shared about your mom this is awesome yeah and I'm also really like happy that you are redefining what cooking is like, you know, like they try to like drill you down and say like, oh, you gotta like work really hard, but you're like, no, like you can make this really fun and be really successful at it. So I love that. I love the shift.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the reality of working in a kitchen, a lot of people, get into it and they're like wow this is not at all what I expected and Mm -hmm. it's so easy to lose that passion I feel like that's kind of true in a lot of other passions you know you like are really passionate about surfing or something and then you make that your job and you're teaching surfing lessons every day and then Mm -hmm. you know it's I feel like it's easy for that passion that you have to kind of diminish a little bit when Mm -hmm. you know you're putting your life and soul into it sometimes and it's not what you wanted Uh to get out so I think going back to like the roots of you know Uh cooking with mom in the kitchen and you know licking the spatula and you know being creative and not really caring about If it'll turn out or not but just you know doing it and not like second guessing yourself well I don't know how to do this or I don't have the time for this or whatever it is you know I think it's really easy to to lose that fire but yeah yeah definitely it's been it's been a really fun way to get my love of cooking back
0: (laughs) yeah like without pressure without expectations without like those like limitations and timelines and all of that like it's just fun like you're just passionate
1: (laughs) yeah exactly yeah
0: (laughs) I love that I love that so much so what would you say is like the best piece of advice you've ever gotten in your life
1: follow your dreams and Mm. live without fear Um, Mm. because I feel that for so long I was living in fear of in doubt of Mm. you know oh what if what I'm doing you know somebody else is already doing it like how could I possibly bring something better to the table and Mm -hmm. you know just all of these self-doubting limitations that I feel like Mm -hmm. I had for so long and when I finally kind of let that go you know I was able to go for what I wanted without fear and it's been so so good because Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah I I don't know I just feel that (laughs) (laughs) like when you're constantly doubting yourself it's hard to you know really go for what you want and I don't know I've just in the past year or so with on this business journey I just realized that what I have to offer is me and I think that's really cool and that's you know the best thing you have to offer to this world is yourself yeah. because somebody else might be teaching cooking classes but they're not going to be teaching them the way that I do it you know they'll yeah. bring something else to the table so there's people out there that want to listen to what you have to say and it might not be everybody But if you can speak to one person and you're able to inspire just one person to Mm -hmm. do what you're trying to do, then, you know, you're a success because at the end of the day, like that's, you know, what matters. So,
0: yes, I love that. And let's talk about the word confidence, because I know it's in your Instagram name. Uh, I've seen it in your descriptions and all of that. So. What about confidence in the kitchen? Like, like, why is it so important to have? And like, why do you feel like you want to help women grow that confidence?
1: Yeah, um, I'd say when it comes to the kitchen, being confident is so big because, you know, you see like these recipes and they're overwhelming and there's all these random ingredients you maybe never heard of or some technique that you don't really know. And I feel like it's super easy to second guess your capability but I also feel that I don't know if it's just me but I always would get so nervous cooking for other people because I'd be like oh my god what if they aren't gonna like it you know like and I would just out the dish and I I would taste it and be like, well, I think it's good. But, you know, and then I get so nervous and I would just sit there and I would eat last and I'd be like waiting to get their approval if they like it or not. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that might be similar for other people too. Just yeah. So I think having that confidence and knowing that what you're making is good and probably not everybody's going to like it. I've definitely made some <laughs> dishes where I was like, this was amazing. And, you know, some of my friends were like, yeah, this was just not for me. And, you know, it happens and it's okay. And you can get back in there and make another amazing dish the next day. And so I think, you know, building that confidence around cooking to be able to bring out your creativity is really important. And I think, you know, just like building a community of women that are, confident and empowered in the kitchen and outside the kitchen as well to, you know, follow what they want to do and not be afraid, you know, not live in fear and just live their lives in confidence. I think if, you know, I'm able to inspire that in the kitchen, then, you know, hopefully they're able to use that in other aspects of their life as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, gosh. I love this so much. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I do have a million-dollar question for you. okay. All right. I'm ready. (laughs) Let's say, you know, we're busy women. We're running businesses. We have lots on our plate. Yeah. And then we get to (laughs) the cooking part. Yeah. (laughs) we don't have the mental capacity to think about what we want to eat or what we're going to do. So like what's your your best like top tips for like saving time in the kitchen and still eating healthy meals?
1: Yeah. I would say for that, I think especially as of lately a lot of people tend to go to like little TikTok and Instagram quick <laughs> and easy, you know, recipes which can yeah. can be really good. But what I think, you know, it comes down to is to be able to know some really basic techniques and to be able to quickly use those to be like, oh, okay, I know I can roast this vegetable and it'll take an hour, but all I have to do is, you know, toss it really quickly and throw it in the oven and then I can go, you know, sit down on the couch and check my emails or, you know knowing some of those, like, key techniques of different, you know, styles and different things you can do so that you can switch it up. But, you know, I think it is really easy to just resort to your, like, eggs and fried rice or, you know, whatever – go-to meal that you you know because well yeah. this only takes me 10 minutes so I'll just eat it again <laughs> and I've definitely definitely done that before after long days at work you know you just want that really quick yeah. thing that you know but I would say just not getting stuck on making that same thing just because another dish you've never made before you know you it's a learning curve. You don't know how long it'll take. You don't, You have to read the recipe. You know, it's a little more mm-hmm. time consuming and maybe your brain can't handle that after <laughs> a long day of work. But I would say if you're able to take, you know, just a little bit of time to learn mm-hmm. a few like proper techniques in the kitchen so that when you get in there, mm-hmm. you can have the inspiration because you know that you already know how to cook it, you know, Mm -hmm. and then it's a little less like daunting when you get in there and it's so (laughs) many unknowns.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure you teach about those techniques in your cooking classes. Yes. Yeah.
1: So I Uh am, I have a membership where um, Mm -hmm. they'll eventually be a lot more up on their But um, as I'm starting out this business, um, I wanted to create some like core videos so that, Mm -hmm. you know, you get on there and you learn proper techniques of things that, you know, I learned in culinary school and I've learned throughout the years of working in kitchens Mm. of, you know, roasting, like how to properly roast, how to properly saute how to you know do all these basic like pickling you know that's something that is so easy but mm-hmm. a lot of people you know think you know might be complicated and it's really simple mm. so these like basic techniques and then nice. um going with that we do a live cooking class every month and we use those techniques that you've been learning And we make a fun Mm. recipe together and we all cook and it's a live class. So, you know, people posting about what they're making and it's fun to see that everybody is making the same dish, but how differently it turns out because everybody has their own Mm. creative outlook on it. And, you know, everybody has different flavor profiles and what they think is yummy might be a little different to somebody else. (laughs) And you know, yeah. so it's cool to take what you've been learning and use it in a recipe that you can then go and make that and make it for your friends and be like, oh, my gosh, like, where did you learn to make this? That is so cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, sign yeah. me up. Like, I want to take those yeah, classes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love it. You're awesome. And Thank you. yeah. So one of my last question is, because I ask this to everyone who comes on the show. And it's so fun to hear those different answers. Uh-huh. So for you, what does it mean to be a powerful leader?
1: For me, being a powerful leader, I would say really just starts out with showing up authentically as yourself every day. And then every day You're asking yourself, am I being the best version of myself this day? And if I'm not, where is my potential to be better? How can I make little changes today to be better tomorrow and be better in the future? And I feel like when you start living your life that way, the people around you are going to be inspired because they're seeing, wow, she's doing all these really cool things and she just keeps mm. improving and getting better every day and i think being able to live that way and inspire the people around you mm-hmm. to be better is where the base for a really powerful leader starts yeah. and i think a really powerful leader not only inspires but also provides you know their community with tools and the mindset Mm -hmm. to be better yeah
0: oh love it where can people go to connect with you further
1: so i have a instagram page it's now melanie's confident kitchen Mm -hmm. and then i also have a website that at the moment is just a landing page where you can go and you can Take my quiz to see how confident you really are in the kitchen. Mm. And that's gonna be Melanie's or sorry, Melanie's Confident Kitchen.com.
0: Amazing. Yes. I'm definitely taking that quiz. Oh, perfect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see where your confidence really lies.
0: Yes. <laughs> I think I'm not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> there's always room for improvement oh absolutely
1: (laughs) i mean i feel like i always learn new things every day like cooking is one of those passions where you know you're just there's always new things to learn (laughs) never ending
0: (laughs) that's awesome well thank you so much again for being here it was amazing chatting with you you are so incredible thank you thank you you so much. much